the secret of the universe. So now you know the secret of the universe. The thing that makes sense of everything is the glory of God brought to bear by the grace of God. And God's modus operandi, his plan to reveal this secret, is the proclamation of the message the Bible calls the gospel, the good news that the glorious God has sent the radiance of his glory to restore men who have sinned and fallen short of his glory. Romans chapter 3, verse 23. As Martin Luther says, For what is the gospel but a declaring of the glory of God and his works? When you connect these realities together, the constellation that results projects a picture of creation that gives meaning to everything. It is as if the reality we know is simply a pale version of some greater reality out there, or rather, in here, at least somewhere. When I was researching that novel about hyperspace and whatnot, I came across the theories about multiple dimensions. Basically, some scientists believe that the moment our universe began, in the event often referred to as the Big Bang, our current four-dimensional world split off from a six-dimensional twin world. The brightest minds in the world use variations of string theory to explain how all this could be so. It is an attempt to reconcile some of the irreconcilable truths in the world of physics and quantum mechanics. More fanciful minds have used these superstring theories to speculate about the possibilities of using wormholes to travel through deep space or even back and forth through time. I'm not sure what to make of the science of hyperspace and the possibility of higher dimensions, but I will tell you I love the idea of children crawling through a wardrobe in our world into an entirely different one on the other side. I think it is one of the best illustrations of heaven that a mortal has come up with. My thinking goes like this. If heaven is not rightly understood to be someplace up in the sky or far away in outer space, but more simply, the place where God is, and since God is omnipresent, would it not make some kind of sense to say that heaven is a higher dimension? This does not make it less real than our world or even less tangible, but perhaps even more so, though invisible to us now. And yet, what I know of this glory and grace and gospel stuff from the Bible is that God is seeking to make the invisible visible. He did this in a variety of ways throughout the Old Testament, peeling back the curtain between earth and heaven every now and again to give some frail creature a glimpse at the terrific glory behind. But he did it most decisively in coming himself in the person of Jesus Christ. God became man, and in doing so, the twin dimensions of heaven and earth got a little mixed up. It happened every time Jesus healed a leper or walked on water or raised the dead. It certainly happened after his crucifixion when he came back from the dead himself. And one of the first things Jesus did with those resurrected glorified hands and mouth was eat breakfast. John 21.12 Surely nothing escapes the grasp of God's glory. Since you now know the secret of the universe, you're ready to discover how this secret unlocks the meaning of everything. God is actually telling a story in the world about everything. But in order to see how God's endgame impacts our everyday life, we ought to consider how our everyday life fits into the story of life itself. What story is God telling with this glory, grace, and gospel stuff?